Once upon a time, a few basketball crazy individuals from UP to the man decided that one day it was time for them to share their stories, their topics, their conversations to the rest of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. My name is Javi Palanya. I am with Meg Spiralta, Juanita Gregorio, and Luis Boot. We are the voice of the sixth man from the fifth stand. This is Standing Room Only PH. Ladies and gentlemen, it is nine o'clock again on the dot on a Sunday evening. Welcome back. We are having our matinee episode tonight. And with our very special guest for tonight, a guest host, guest panelist for the night. Very excited to have him tonight. Juanito Gregorio, please have the honor of introducing our guest for tonight. Of course, no, introduce natin. It's one of our former guests, actually our first ever guest. And it's a very special guest because um, we're going to be talking about the PBA draft tonight. And this guy had his draft last year and was able to compete against most of the players that's coming into the draft this year. So we are very welcome and thank you for joining us, Jello Vito. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for joining us, Jello, man. All right, let's get right yeah, to it. Yeah, as Juanito mentioned, we're going to talk about the PBA draft because uh, it's a really deep class and we want to talk about the UAP players who are making the jump. But before that, let's get into the NBA first. I mean, every day we have games. So let's start. Everyone's talking about the Lakers, Boston, or the Nets. But there's one team who's standing out right now. 11 straight wins. That's the Utah Jazz. Low-key radar, but they are top of the league right now. What sets them apart, and can they really maintain this momentum for the rest of the season? Let's start with our guest first. Jello, what do you think? I mean, they just have to keep doing what they're doing. Um, I, I've watched a few of their games, and uh, what really stand out the most for me is the cohesion. Nila. And, syempre, yung mga role players nila and yung mga second string guys uh, really clicking. Uh, like see, no one expected Jordan Clarkson to be to be there to be siguro if ituloy-tuloy niyan I would expect him to be an all-star uh, uh I mean he's averaging what almost 20 points per game 20 22 points per game and uh malaking tulong yun for let's say uh for the team lalo na to to off, offset yung load kay Donovan Mitchell and and I really think na they're really doing a good job. And I hope magtuloy-tuloy sila. I mean, they're what? Number number one in the entire league. Right? So, I mean, they're gonna be a force uh, west, I would say. Alright. Um, I'd like to ask Juanito, specific to Donovan Mitchell, how good is he? I mean, a lot of people talk about other players, but he's up and coming and is a proven player. Is he underrated? And just how good do you think Donovan Mitchell is? Donovan Mitchell is a born scorer. He's only 6'3", pero I think his wingspan is about 7 feet. That's why he actually really has a, an easy time finishing, getting rebounds. Uh, he's not yet on the same level of bringing up a team. And that's why perfect si Mike Conley to go with him because uh, he has he has a uh, veteran point guard that can actually uplift the way he plays. As of now, he's a star, but he's not yet a superstar. No, he, he's averaging 24 a game. Uh, he's not yet on the level of, you know, the superstars ngayon, si Luka, Nikola Jokic. These guys are averaging and can carry a team kahit na mag-isa lang sila, kahit walang help. 
But uh, Donovan Mitchell is a, is a superstar in the future. Siguro, I'm giving it about two, two more years. Uh, oh, I, I am a, I am a Donovan Mitchell fan, and I think he's he's bound for uh, uh, good years to come. All right. You talked about Mike Conley. Let's ask Javi. Do you think this Utah Jazz team is somewhat similar to the Memphis team that was all defense, the grindhouse, Mark Gasol, Mike Conley winning it on the defensive end, but never really making it far in the playoffs? Do you see a similarity here, Habs? Yeah, there, there's somewhat a similarity to this uh, Utah Jazz team and the Memphis Grizzlies uh, team of old. Yung Memphis Grizzlies kasi dati, grit and grind yan, di ba? That was their calling card. Defense was really their, the name of the game for the Memphis Grizzlies of old. But right now, you know, what Mike Conley brings to the table is, you know, the, the leadership on the defensive end. There was no doubt about it that Quinn Snyder's teams always perform well on the offensive end. But what Mike Conley brought to the table is that offensive, uh, the, sorry, the defensive edge and that leadership talaga on the defensive side that um, that Utah Jazz team never had uh, in the years before that. And that's exactly what um, Donovan Mitchell also needed uh, to get over uh, some sort of a hump. Um, you should, well, we, what, what we could say going into this uh, superstar um, seasons ahead of him, the right? Mike Conley is a definitely a great uh, mentor for Donovan Mitchell going ahead because Mike Conley knows what it takes to win um, in, in the playoffs and, you know, in crunch time. So that's why uh, Mike Conley is really a good piece for the Quinn Snyder teams going ahead. And that Utah Jazz team is really performing well right now. It's no secret that um, they're performing well right now. And uh, Mike Conley is a big part of that, definitely. All right. Speaking of defense, you can't talk about the Jazz without Rudy Gobert. So Migs, I'd like to ask you about Rudy. Shaba yung reason but talaga na spread yung COVID sa NBA. I mean, uh, wrong podcast. Uh, how good do you think Rudy Gobert is? Hey, you know, given naman talaga na Rudy Gobert is one of the best big men, a real two big men in the NBA right now. You know, maraming bigs, but these kinds of bigs are. If they don't play the center position. Eh. Giannis doesn't play the center position. KD is a big na hindi naman talaga big maglaro. You know, so I guess Rudy Gobert, you can look at um, Nikola Jokic. Yung talagang true bigs, AD, not really played the game na the way, you know, the, the way the old NBA plays the game. But, you know, going back like in, in general sa Utah, for me, what really sets them apart right now is what they did during the offseason Rather, actually, what they didn't do. So unlike most teams, Utah just kept the team intact. Parang minor changes lang here and there, and then let's let's see what we can do with the same team. Remember before before they got eliminated the first round, they were what a possession or two from winning versus Denver. Na Denver naman winning versus the Clippers. You know, if 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 the tides were on their favor for that few possessions. You wouldn't know, eh. Baka sila pa yung na-face ng Clippers. Sila pa yung naka-upset sa Clippers. Ewan pa natin, ano magagawa nila against the Lakers, di ba? But my point lang here is, the Utah Jazz have been a really good team since before. Um, I guess the biggest worry going into the season was how was the chemistry because of the whole COVID issue. Kasi nga, you know, Rudy Gobert was pa- naging pabaya nga sa COVID. Nagka-COVID din si Mitchell. Marami nagka-COVID sa team nila. And medyo nakita yun na simula nung uh, bubble. Pero ngayon, kita mo naman na wala na wala na yun. Water under the bridge.
things, you know, we have to live by, live with it. Hindi naman niya sinadyang mag, magkalat ng virus sa ibang tao. And kita naman sa yuta na um, sometimes patience works rather than just making all the changes that you need. Keep your coach, keep your stars, keep most of your core, and just tweak your pieces a bit to match the whole team. And feeling ko yung talaga yung piece to success ng Utah right now. Alright. Actually, I just thought about it now. So, let's talk about the big man in the NBA. So, there was a time when people thought that it was becoming not obsolete for lack of a better term, but it was a guard-centric league. Even up to now, there are big men who are clocking up threes. You got Chris Tops. In Phoenix, you have crap Frank Kaminsky so throwing up threes. So Kaminsky? Frank Kaminsky, man. I mean, it really? blows my mind, I swear. Like, pick and pop. Siya pa yung nag-pop kapal ng mukha. Eh. Pero it's okay. Um, so, going back to the big man in the NBA. Sakto, we have Jello. Now, we have Nikola Jokic, who's leading the MVP race. How do you see the landscape of the center position right now in the NBA? Um, I would say na it's it's ever transforming. I mean, it's really evolving na to play uh, five out na, na setting na dapat you should be able to play all positions. Whether you're, you're 5-10 or you're 7-1 or 7-2. Um, kasi based on like, yun nga, syempre ako, I've been with a with, I've been in basketball for some time and now I'm coaching. Parang na-exploit kagad ng mga teams, madali nilang exploit yung mga weaknesses mo eh. Uh, it's easier for them to scout you kasi syempre nakikita na ng lahat eh. videos, everything else. So, once na makita, makitahan ka ng weakness, na let's say, let's say, I would say, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid can't defend the perimeter like uh let's say a, a smaller smaller guard yun may exploit garden siya but i mean in offense offense naman mb can play the outside and the inside but then again and they have to they have to really adjust to how everything everything is going how the the game is evolving so um ako kwento ko lang ah nakapanood ako ng i don't know was an interview with uh, I think with Shaq and with Charles Charles Barkley na bakit daw ang um, bakit daw nag, namamatay na daw yung traditional big man eh, obviously uh, the game is evolving eh I mean people people exploit you people see you as uh, a liability talagang ilalabas nila so again again they, they just have to adjust and just to kumbaga sabayan nyo Okay, yeah. The game is ever evolving, but uh, again, touching on on that on that um, kind of topic, uh, we have a comment from uh, Coach Rab Bartolome from the Ateneo Blue Eagles. But... Coach Rab, a very mild viewer of ours. Thank you, Coach Rab, again for watching our every episode. Coach Rab commented, "You can't forget that uh, Gobert and or Mitchell wanted to go out of Utah." but still decided to stay. His question is, thoughts on why they stayed? Especially after this whole COVID brouhaha that um, essentially uh, Donovan Mitchell thought or pinag, uh, parang bin, uh, binintang niya kay Rudy Gobert na kinalating COVID sa NBA. 
Jello, thoughts mo on why they stayed, on why they they decided to, you know, really believe in Quinn Snyder's system, Quinn Snyder's vision, uh, in really um, guiding this Utah Jazz team? Basically, alam nila na kaya nilang manalo. Eh. I mean, kung, kung sa loob lang ng court, and hindi nila iisipin yung, kumbaga, they know how to 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 separate yung issues outside the court. I mean, basically, nagre-reflect saan eh. Nagre-reflect sa on, on how they play. So, I think they ha- they na-manage siguro nila ng maayos yung locker room nila with regards to yung mga, mga issues outside the court. Siguro, kumbaga, for them, they're more keen on just playing, competing, and then, pagtapos na yung laro, kanya-kanya, buhay na, bahala na. Bigyan mo ko ng issue, magsabihan mo ko ng ganyan. I don't care, I'm here to win. Probably, that's the that's their mentality right now. And it's really working for them. Alright. Uh, speaking of working for them, and general longevity, I know we talk about it every time we have a matinee, but... LeBron is something else, you know. He keeps on going. And I just like to ask everyone in the room, is he really going to be this good for a long period of time moving forward? Well, uh, I'll go first. LeBron is still the best basketball player there is. No, Coming from a long-time LeBron hater, I've come to love him the past few years. LeBron is still the best basketball player. At 36 years old, he's actually number three in the MVP race. Just behind Nikola Jokic, and I don't know who's number two, but LeBron is actually number three. And he is not far statistically from the first two. And so when he still... If, if the Lakers still gets more wins and actually ends up number one, he has a really good chance of uh, winning the MVP again at 36. Eh, ang funny doon, everyone said na AD was gonna be the star stats-wise. Si AD na yung ano. Pero wala eh. LeBron is still LeBron. And I've been saying the past few years na parang pababa na si LeBron. I think it's gonna be another three more years of peak LeBron. Uh, so I think 39 is still gonna be averaging 25, 8, and 8. Ako. Ako. As, as the... LeBron fan over here. I'm not. I'm not gonna be so certain if for the next three years. Bias, bias. No, oh, honestly, feeling ko he'll be dwindling down na rin naman. Because if you look at the key stat na ginawa niya this year, the key figure niya, he's averaging what 32, 33 minutes per game. That's the least his average minutes ever since. Ever since he started sa NBA. Because if rookie year niya what? Nakatino stats dito ngayon. 40 minutes per game rookie year. Ngayon, 33 na lang, 32, 33. And, you know, uh, we, we can expect those minutes to continue to dwindle down. Actually, ako sa fantasy, nakachamba ako kay Lebron kaysa kung di mo. Kasi, ang dami nag-isip na, ano yan, parang marami yung mga, ano, kumbaga alakaway Leonard, mga days off, ganyan. Uh, ang tawag dito, load management. Pero hindi, ang ginawa ng, ng Lakers, hindi load management, minutes restriction, ginawa nila kay Lebron. Limited is playing time, limited is yung impact sa court para din hindi rin siya as tired going into the postseason. But, you know, his minutes, even at 33 minutes, it's still very productive. 8 rebounds, 8 assists, 25, 26 points. Medyo gumaganda pa rin yung field goal shooting niya. 
free throw pa rin. Ewan ko, ano nangyari? Bakit ganyan pa rin free throw ni Lebron? Never naman naging magaling. But, di ba? Give it, okay na yan. 36 na yung tao eh. Pero ganyan pa rin sa pumilos. I'm sure he'll still be a starter until 38, 39. And then we'll see what will happen after that. Kung magiging, will he retire? Or, feeling ko he'll be the guy na he'll just play until di na niya kaya maglakad eh. Parang Vince Carter. Ganyan. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Alright, just to stir the pot a little bit. Jello and Habs, your thoughts on LeBron. But while keeping in mind, in the East, the Brooklyn Nets are 8-2 in their last 10 games. They've won 3 or 4 straight. They're starting to heat up. They're a super team. Is it going to be uh, really the Nets and Lakers so far for the NBA Finals? Your thoughts on the super team versus the Lakers? Go ahead, Jess. Um, siguro with 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 both their standings and what they're showing right now. I mean, I guess there's a chance that they will meet in the finals. But again, pagdating kasi ng playoffs, uh, it's a different story. I mean, nagiiba lahat. Um, I mean, you wouldn't kaya tatulad nung bubble season, you wouldn't if you did not expect uh, Denver to to make it to the west finals so maraming 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 scenario na maraming scenario na that would play out but speaking of lebron lebron will play until his son reaches the nba feel ko ganun 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 siya ganun siya ka confident sa sarili niya ganun siya ganun siya ka confident na he would still play until kumbaga he will still peak until what 39 40 years old kumpara i don't see him declining anytime soon unless na he would have a major injury god forbid wag naman sana but uh lebron still has a lot of a lot left in his tank na he would he would i mean he would bring lakers guess to the finals but then again you have to see rin kasi yung composition ng team niya. It's not all, hindi siya yung parang Cleveland noong 2007 na it's just Lebron. Meron na siya ngayong AD. Meron siyang AD, uh, meron siyang mga uh, very good role players with Kyle Kuzma, with Caruso, with uh, Dennis Schroeder, diba? so, uh, Mark Gasol, siyempre may veteran presence pa pala ni Mark Gasol. Diba? So, I mean, again, Lebron will still be Lebron hanggang sa mag-retire siya. I mean, feel ko he, he might retire at at his peak. Kumbaga, hindi siya magre-retire na pa-decline siya. Alam mo yun kasi most of the players ngayon, yung mga past na nag-retire na alam na nila na their game's declining. Pero I don't think Lebron will retire na pa-decline yung laro. I don't think so. Uh, very interesting nga yung um, point na pinoint out ni Jello no? na I th- we don't think that LeBron's gonna retire anytime soon and maybe the point that he made that LeBron will retire until the son Bronny reaches the league I don't think that's impossible because you know for us Filipino fans for so long we've been looking for someone in the NBA who could compare to someone like a Robert Jaworski, 
the living legend of the PBA, who played really what Jawa played until his 50s. But I mean, okay, yeah, in later years he was a playing coach, but LeBron just really a whole different species, you know. He's been really investing in his body, um, really doing everything possible uh, for him to have this longevity that he has right now. And for him really to have this kind of performance is just really unprecedented. Talaga. And, you know, for him to uh, from high school, pa lang, you would think that the, the load and the traffic that has um, exhibited on his body all through these years, you enough na yun for him to go on a decline, especially at this age, year 18. But he's not so showing signs of slowing down. He's still leading his team. You know, he's still the focal point of the offense. The whole offense still runs through him. And really, um, I, th- I don't think uh, I agree with Jello talaga na LeBron will um, retire not anytime soon. Talagang he will really um, push his body to the limits because like the players of old talaga, um, maybe we can, we can compare LeBron's um, passion for the game to the players of old that talagang grabe talaga, all out talaga. Na, okay, maybe the players of old don't have that longevity that LeBron had, but that, that passion for the game that LeBron has, it's like he, that's all he has talaga. Eh. That's parang kumbaga kung parang saan ka ba gumigising araw-araw, si Lebron para sa NBA talaga, para sa basketball talaga. And that's what really he wants to prove talaga. I mean, I mean no bullshit talaga like this ah. Kasi over the years talaga, my, my respect for her, for Lebron has just really grown and grown because um, a lot of the people that know me know that I'm a really big Kobe fan and big Kobe fans don't really uh, have uh, high respect for Lebron James' game especially in earlier years. But now, talaga, grabe, if you're a really a pure fan of the game, you couldn't help but uh, admire how LeBron has grown over the years, how he has developed his game, how he has um, altered uh, his approach to the game as he grew older. Talagang, tinutok niya talaga. And talagang, he, he really adjusted his game on how uh, in-approach siya ng depensa, kung paano siya talagang... Uh, uh, in a approach ng mga defenses. And he's shooting at a very better clip, especially from the perimeter right now. And that's really something to admire for someone who had who hasn't been proven as a perimeter scorer earlier in his career. For him to have this long longevity in year 18 uh, and really altering his game uh, towards uh, the defense's approach to him is really admirable. So really um, props, props to LeBron. All right, very well said, Jello and Hab. So to everyone watching, you can comment down below. Para kanino ka gumigising araw-araw? <laughs> Please comment below. No, uh, but in all seriousness, you know, you'd like to talk about the PBA, actually. So speaking of super teams, people who can, players who can do it all. I mean, let's address the elephant in the room. There's been a lot of talk on social media recently about the recent developments with regard to CJ Perez. Uh, for a uh, first draft pick, first draft pick, and future star, if not already a star, going to be traded to an already stacked SMB. There's again at this point, we'd like to remind everyone we're not a news outlet, and that we'd very much appreciate if you'd comment and weigh in on this discuss this discussion. So I'd like to ask everyone in the room, what are your thoughts on this trade between the Terraforma Jeep and 
SMB. Let's ask Jella first. I mean, nagpush through na ba yung yung I mean, it, it haven't... The structure. They're gonna restructure the trade. Oh, As a trade committee, oh. Okay, pero I've heard it. Trade committee. I've heard about <laughs> it. I mean, I don't wanna, I don't wanna speak about the business side of it. Pero kasi, I mean, again, this is basketball. So, pag-usapan natin yung basketball aspect of it. Um, di ba parang ang sinabi nila was uh, for CJ Perez, San Miguel would give up three players and their uh, first round of this coming draft, right? Um, which is I think the eighth pick, but or the ninth pick, eighth pick ata. So basically, uh, Terra Firma will get the first overall pick and the uh, eighth overall overall pick sa first round. Um. Ang question dyan is, worth it ba, kumbaga, yung makukuha mo bang dalawang first round pick, would that level to CJ Perez? Yung talent na makukuha mo dun sa first two picks, will that level out with CJ, CJ Perez's talent? Um, yun yung pinaka-main issue dun. Um, why would you give up your top player na what? Who's what? 20, what? 27? Na I think the starting to peak. Kumaga nagsa start palang siya mag peak. Kumaga he is what? He's the two time scoring champ for the past two, two seasons. So, um, for you to to give up that for two, let's say, uh, first rounders, I mean, siguro yung terra firma nakakita sila ng uh, future siguro dun sa dalawa na that would, alam yun, that would uh cover up for for CJ Perez but again mga meron ka na eh meron ka na ng CJ Perez na kakapitan eh so why veteran naman na uh, they they're seeing Roosevelt Adams as they're probably cornerstone nila in the future i don't know pero that's my take on it uh, why would you give up your top guy in for two players or two draft draft picks na na aantayin mo pa mag-adjust to the the game, aantayin mo pa mag-adjust to the kumbaga, kumbaga basically i-train mo pa siya. I-train mo pa kasi I, I think not anytime soon Isaac Go will join Terra Firma because he's still busy with Gilas. But, but then again, kahit si Mimong Isaac Go and the future I mean, on paper, on paper, makikita mo yung magiging future lineup nila, malakas. Diba? But, but then again, for me, ang laking kawal lang ni CJ Perez. Kumbaga, siguro, 40% of their scoring load na ni CJ Perez. Ang 40% mawawala agad sa, sa team. So, I guess, I guess, their firm has plans in the, in the near future, but that's my thing. Medyo, ano lang. Pero that's my take. Alright. How about the you, Migs, Juanito, and Habs? I don't want to delve into the question a little more. I don't want to point fingers. But what are your thoughts and takes on this particular scenario? Oh, may thoughts naman din ako on this. Uh, well, if you look at yung uh, ideas on draft, parang mali sa akin yung idea na you're going to draft 
a star player for a chance to get a potential star player. Parang gagawin natin NBA talk. Will you trade Luka? Kasi baka magaling talaga si Zion Williamson. Kung magaling na si Luka, eh, sure ka na magaling yung taon. Eh. Ba't ka pa mag-risk sa possible na magaling? Possible na mas magaling, mas hindi hindi kasing galing. Diba? Ang labo, labo ng defense ng the draft idea. Although, like, looking at it, it does look lopsided. On, you know, since nga, medyo role guys plus picks for you know one of the best players in the PBA right now. But I guess what we also have to look into is the economics of it all. Yung market talaga. Because if after CJ Perez's contract with Terra Firma, hindi mo na masabi kung saan mag-assign yan eh. Ewan ko lang paano yung cap space, yung mga, wala naman tayo yung mga bird rights, wala naman ganun sa PBA eh. Diba? O baga, biggest bidder lang talaga. Doon ka malalan. They might, they might just lose CJ Perez to a big a big ticket team to free agency na wala lang. So yun, yung, yun siguro yung iniisip na ng Terra Firma. Cash in na tayo ngayon. Kasi small market pa lang tayo eh. Ano paano natin kakalabanin yung mga yan kapag free trade na? At least ito, meron pa tayong consolation prize. And I guess that's one thing that the PBA should look into. Paano ka naman Paano ka naman mag-aano? Paano ka naman mag-adjust with those kinds of things, di ba? So, ayun. Yun lang naman thoughts ko on that. Uh, I just want to add on what Nick said. Uh, he talked about um, the economics of the PBA, yung small market, big market teams. Uh, I just want to touch on what um, former PBA commissioner Noli Alas said, na there shouldn't be a team in the PBA na aims to lose. Kumbaga, ang aim talaga ng bawat, ang dapat aim ng bawat team sa PBA is to win. Um, so, it, it's, it's a really very complicated um, situation that uh, a lot of fans don't understand. And tama yung sinabi ni Mig, na talagang, you know, some, uh, maybe along the way, Terra Firma wouldn't be able to um, satisfy CJ Paris's um, wants and needs um, contract-wise and maybe and maybe um well uh you know it is what it is um there are a lot of under the table deals in the pba you know you don't know about that and that's why talaga it's really um governed by all these big market teams the smc teams the mvp teams but yeah for for me talaga i just really wanted to highlight that basketball standpoint that why would you trade your franchise player for very less of value na players. I mean, okay, I get it na Coach Leo Austria sees that his core is getting older and he wants to get younger talaga. He really sees into the future. Okay, very understandable. But hey, you're getting the franchise player of a different team and you're not even giving up someone from the rotation of the of the San Miguel Beermen. You're getting all reserves, bro. I mean, you know, um, JRS, Sean McCants, and uh, a few uh, a few uh, first-round picks. For me, talaga, you, the clamor of the fans is really right that they should include one rotation player at least from the starting five in that trade deal for that trade deal to look like uh, a legitimate deal. Because if that falls through, in that um in that current situation that's really lopsided because you're trading away the face of a franchise you're talking about a guy who has won rookie of the year 
who has already won a PBA mythical team selection, and you're just trading him away for a bunch of reserves and a, a few first round picks. No matter how how deep of a draft we're, we're heading into, that doesn't justify the fact that CJ Perez is really the face of the franchise of Terra Firma, and really, uh, you know, there's no justifying it the way that the deal is situated right now. No, I I speak for myself and not everyone here. It's bullshit. Wow. It's bullshit. Um, okay, I'll, I'll second you on that. It's pure bullshit. Okay, pare, this is the PBA. Okay, I've been wanting a fair, a, a nice competition. It's just becoming SMC versus MVP. Eh? And we all want good competition. Diba? We all want good competition. So the fact that the fact that parang ayaw manalo ng Terra Firma is super frustrating for us basketball fans. For us basketball fans that we don't treat basketball as a sport, we treat it as a religion. And PBA is the top league in the in the country. Pero parang nagiging joke time na siya. If you guys actually go before the pandemic, wala nang nanonood ng live sa Araneta, sa MOA. Sobrang hmm. konti na because the, the respect of the people is so low. Dahil us as fans, parang nakaka-frustrate na panoorin to eh. Ah, ano naman? Ang galing na naman niya, pipitasin na naman to. Nag-bloom na naman yung laro nito, pipitasin na naman to. So nakakatanga, nakaka-frustrate na ito na naman, lalo na naman. I'm not mad at San Miguel because they can do whatever. They can offer a trade. Ang mas nakakainis yung, yung tumatanggap. Dahil, sige, why not? Why not? Diba? Yun yung nakaka-frustrate eh. And for me, I'm sorry, but I think it's bullshit. Pare, <laughs> wag mo isipin yung tumatanggap. Kasi fair yun, pag alam mo na talaga yung totoo. Yung commissioner dapat yung masipag magtingin talaga dyan. Na kita niyo yung tunay na trade. Hindi lang yung Ale, trade na naka-announce. May, may trade committee naman daw, bro. May trade committee naman daw. So, doon tayo ah, sa, sa trade committee. <laughs> so, uh, uh, maybe speaking for the whole of SRO, PH, PBA trade committee, please make it red. Alright, um, but for conversation's sake, um, one point that was taken by Jello was that they are betting on the drafts, in short. To give away our best player, we are betting that the first and eighth pick will be worth it. Why? A reason why is we're coming up with one of the deepest draft classes there is there is ever going to be why there's no uap there's no ncaa the players want to play it's time to jump to the pba let's go pro let's talk about well we started this podcast being uap fans and sadly there are a lot of players who we're never gonna see in the uap scene anymore so off the bat one person who you'll miss in the uap knowing that he's declared for the draft so let's start with mix one player just a name Will Navarro, siyempre. Juanito. Aljun Melesio. Pahavi. Well, Dina, uh, I was really banking on uh, Demi Malone being the top pick, but definitely, I would I would have loved to see Jerrica and Messi in his final playing year for Adam Schiffer. Yeah. The, the, way, the way that he um, failed to perform in his last season, I thought he was really... Um, Trying for a breakout year this year, and I was just sad that it wasn't happening before. All right, Jello, your player. Um, Chepre UP, so I would go with the uh, Jun Manso. 
Yeah. All right. So let's oh, dissect it a bit. Let's go team per team, you know. Let's start with the defending champs. Hurrah! Will Navarro's not gonna play him. Nabawasan sila ng player. Thank you, Lord. Pero syempre, nandyan pa rin si Dwight Ramos. Anyway, let's talk about Will Navarro, you know. Uh, you, you, you guys don't know Ateneo. May mga tinatang. Diba? Parang sa kanila, okay lang. Okay lang. Will, do what you want. Luck, we'll Will be fine. Uh, best wishes. AMDG, bro. <laughs> we'll be fine. Okay, let's talk about Will Navarro. Um, player comparison. Does anyone have any player comparison? And is he a first-round steal? Jello. Player comparison, I would say uh, with, ano, uh, with yung compare ko siya to what he played in the UAP. Uh, hindi yung, yung magiging possibility na position niya. Kasi I think uh sa, sa PBA I think he he might play the three at some point. Mm. Pero siguro at the four position I would say he will he's like a uh a Justin Shua na smarter and more patient I would say. Kasi Justin uh Will Navarro nakalabo ko na siya since nung uh, what season seven uh eighty season eighty on UAP and I would say he's he's a very very smart player. Taas ng IQ niya. Siempre coming from uh, both the San Beda and the Ateneo program. I mean, hello basketball IQ yung taas niya. Um, the siguro ang um, I would say he would he might be a steal in the first draft. Pero then again sa sobrang lalim ng sa sobrang lalim ng draft class na yun, I would say he might fall the sec- mid second round kasi mara- unang-una marami siyang kaposisyon the draft there's Santillan there's uh, sila Statham sila those guys and I think I think and I think uh, Will might not make an immediate impact for a team na mapupuntahan niya. But there will be glimpse of him na uy, magaling nung Will Navarro. Uy, sobrang efficient niya. May ganun. May ganung factor ako nakikita with, with, with Will. And syempre, advantage din na nag-custom siya with Gilas. Hindi mo maaalis sa kanya yun eh. And, uh, he has the national team experience, the international team experience. So I mean, that might be a plus for him coming into the to the draft. But I think ano ha, hindi ko alam kung kasama siya dun sa special draft. Ha. There's a special draft din. Eh. Oh, yun. So obviously he's going to be a top pick kasi part maging part siya ng Gilles uh, draft. Um kasi if if I'm not mistaken kung ano yung kung ilan yung draft class yung sa Gilles Gilles draft let's say lima katulad ng last year. First type, first five, yung first five picks of the draft, sila yung mga kuha ng Gilas, Gilas, Gilas boys. Hmm. So, um, if alam niyo yung, ano, yung arrangement ng draft, I would say he would be, uh, kasi walang pick up Blackwater sa number two. I think that went to, I think Phoenix ata or Tawin Picks, I'm not so sure. But I, I guess he would make it, he would, be number three or number four pick for the Gilas draft. 
I'm not sure ah, kung kung ilan yung mga gilas na nagpa-draft this year. Kasi nandiyan pa si JD eh. Itong Cub. So, hmm. and sila... Sila... Oktana. Oktana. Sila... What's his name? Uh, the big man. Si Justin Baltazar. Ah, hindi. Hindi pala kasama si Justin Baltazar. So, yun. But let's see. Uh, I'm really excited for Will to, to sige sana mga pag kilanso na good team and sana ma-utilize siya. Kasi, I mean, yung IQ na magdadala niya sa isang PBA team is grabe, napakataas. Alright. Actually, we forgot to mention the the possibility of the Gilas special draft. So that actually changes the landscape. And to be completely honest, I don't fully understand it also. So, uh, uh, given Will Navarro, let's throw it to Mix, our resident Ateneo fan. What does Will Navarro really bring to the table? Does he really compare to Justin Chua, who's also a product of the Blue Eagles? Actually, I would I would compare Will Navarro to Justin Chu was a partner in crime back in college. What Nico Salva could have been in the in the PBA. You know, medyo, medyo, like, you know, Nico Salva kind of flopped in the PBA. No offense to him. But yun yung rule ni, ni Will Navarro eh. He'll give you the points when you need it the most. He'll give you the clutch moments if you need it, if, when you need it the most. And ako, actually feeling ko si Will Navarro, PBA ready na siya eh. I remember this one play, Ateneo UST. Uh, season 81 ata to. Uh, two on one, pass break Ateneo. Binabantayan si, si Navarro, na UST player. Libre-libre si Thirdy. Pwede alley-oop play-up, alley-oop dunk. Ginawa, ginawa ni Navarro, pinilit niya. Yung pasa mo, di ba? Binatukan ni Thirdy si Navarro, pasa mo. Nakita ko dun, si Navarro, pag may opportunity siya, na siya mismo gagawa. May skill siya, kaya niya Feeling ko actually nasa stunt siya sa program ni Coach Tab na hindi niya nabibigay yung full potential niya magbakaw, mag, mag star player moves. Kumbaga, I will do what you tell me, Coach. Pero kung binigyan siya ng opportunity to shine, feeling ko he can really shine. And if a team na medyo uh, maluwag-luwag yung space were to get Will Navarro, give him the minutes, give him the primary option, I feel like kayang-kaya niya magpakitang gilas doon. And, you know, unlike most Ateneo draft picks na magaling sa college, hihina sa, hihina sa PBA kasi sistema players, feeling ko Will Navarro baliktad. Mas magsashine pa under the PBA. Alright. So, Will Navarro of this conversation, definitely a player to watch out for. Juanito mentioned one of my favorite players to watch. If he's not playing against UP, of course. But Aljun Malesho is one of my favorite players to watch on the court. Really, I admire the way he plays. So Juanito, you talked about Aljun. Tell us a little bit more. Um, how is it going to be for him to actually transition into a much different league and setup in the PBA? Aljun Malesho for me has the talent to be top five. Talent twice lang. The problem is. Aljon Malesha's game is for college. No, we 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 he plays fast, he plays uh behind the arc. Hindi masyadong he, he gusto niya ano siya, eh, free flowing eh. 'Di ba? Sa PBA ang bagal na eh, sistema, pasa, post up, galaw-galaw. So ang labanan doon is playing playing as a veteran na eh. 'Di ba? And and Aljon Malesha still has that uh that game na fast pace, takbo tayo, banat tayo tres kahit may depensa pero pasok. Diba? 
Uh, Aljun, may, ang kinakatakot ko is he be the, the next Mark Cruz where hindi talaga na-utilize yung talent level ni Mark Cruz at the PBA level. But talent-wise, he's, he's top five for me. Uh, kayang-kaya. But you know, realistically, I think he's gonna be drafted maybe early second round. And hopefully he lands on a team with not much guards para siguro at least ma- ma- magamit pa rin yung kanyang uh, uh, talent levels and mapakita pa rin niya yung uh, exciting game na meron siya. Alright, I'd like to throw it back to Jello given that you've played against Aljun. Um, do you think he's ready to to play in the PBA? I must say, uh, kaya niya. But then again, he has to, ano eh, he has to find his niche. Na parang, let's say, uh, an Anjo Karam. Hmm. An Eli Rivilla. Or, let me throw it in, via Diego Dario. Diba? I mean, those guys are, are small, but mga nakahanap sila ng paraan to, to, to stay in the league. Kasi, I mean, yan naman ang, ano eh, yan naman ang, parang, uh, uh, I mean, kailangan mong gawin when you're in the league. Uh, oh, you're in the league, may kontrata ka, you've been drafted, you're given a contract. The next question is, how long can you stay in the league? That's the question. Kasi then again, uh, every year, new player comes in, uh, new players emerge. So, the main question there is, can you prolong your career? Oh, obviously, no doubt, Aljun Malaysia will get drafted. Aljun Malaysia will be signed. But then again, how will you prolong your career? Uh, I think he has to really be unique. Maga maging unique Maga there is something uh, you're special in doing. I mean, Pwede niya lang dalhin kung ano yung pwede niyang gawin yung ginagawa niya sa UAP. Uh, this pesky guard, napakabilis, uh, very shifty. He can bring that to the PBA. But then again, mas maraming players na matatalina sa kanya, lalo na yung mga veteran niya. Yung mga bilis-bilis na ganyan, isang pitik na lang, tapos ka. Diba? I mean, speaking of reality in the PBA, ganyan talaga. Kasi, kasi nga, people, players find ways to prolong their, their careers in the PBA. And I think Aljun should, should really find his niche when once na makapasok siya ng PBA, whether it be a spot-up shooter, whether it be a pesky defender, whether it be a, uh, someone who forces the tempo, kahit ano, basta mag-stand out siya. He, 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 will, he, will, he, will be, he will stay in the PBA for long. Alright, so to you, Aljun Malesho, as a UP fan, I'm glad you're leaving, but as a fan of the game, I wish you well. Alright, Javi, um, before we talk about June, you talked about the cream of the crop first. How good is Jamie Malonzo? He showed us in his one year in La Salle, he can hop, he can shoot, and he can definitely play. Can this transcribe in the PBA? And if you, Javi, were in charge of making the call for the first pick, would you pick up Jamie Malonzo? Oh yes, definitely a hundred percent. Jamie Malonzo has all the tools um, to really prove to the PBA that she can be the number one overall pick. 
he has the size, he has the athleticism, he has the perimeter game. Uh, he can defend both inside and outside. And that's what really sets him apart uh, from all these draft picks. He has that experience uh, from college ball in the U.S. And that's why I think Jamie Malonzo really has what it takes to be the number one overall pick in the PBA. And I think really um, the team that would draft him um, would really, he would really have instant impact on that team just because of his sheer energy. You know, a player with that kind of size, that kind of athleticism, that kind of wingspan can really bring so much, especially in a league like the PBA, where the game's so much slower, you know. But, you know, with Jamie, Jamie Malonzo's uh, size, that wingspan, that energy that he can bring to a team, talaga, kaya kaya niya magkaroon ng instant impact to whatever team that drafts him. Right, let's go around the room. Jalo, Juanito, Migs, do you agree? First draft pick, if you were given a choice, Jamie Malonzo. If no, who would you rather pick? Migs first. Malonzo rin ako, dude. <laughs> De, ako, ang one thing ko lang malbatagdag. A lot of the other highlight players are... Migs, tagalasal yun, ah. Oh, gets naman, gets naman. <laughs> De, De. Uh, a lot of the highlight players are probable first picks. Straight, eh. straight from straight from the US, the Regis of Pilipinas, straight from somewhere else, the, the Pilipinas. Ang lamang ni Malonzo, nag, naglaro siya one year dito. Alam na niya yung Philippine basketball. And, you know, UAPPBA is different, pero Philippine basketball is the same eh, wherever you go. So, hindi siya mag-a-adjust masyado to how the game plays, yung pace, yung physicality, yung, you know, yung that kind of setup. So, feeling ko, on the get-go, he'll be able to succeed again. Might not be the best player of the draft when they all retire. Pero, right right here, right now, pagdating sa day one, siya yung best na nasimula pa lang. Ako, I think, I don't, I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't think uh, Malonzo for number one. That's because Terra Firma is number one. I don't see Jamie Malonzo as someone who can carry a team, but someone who has star, star numbers on a role player role. You gets ba yun? Uh, pretty much like a Troy Rosario. Yeah. Pero Troy Rosario is averaging 17 and 10, pero he's not the one carrying the team. Kung titignan yung role ni Troy Rosario, he's just a role player with star player numbers. And I think that's what Jamie Malonjo brings. I think for number one, I can, uh, someone who can carry a team for Terra Firma and the perfect CJ replacement is Joshua Munzon. Mm. This guy is a pure scorer. This guy is a, Talagang, talagang talent, talagang buhat kung buhat. And I don't think Jamie Malonzo is that type. Jamie Malonzo suits better if he's gonna be playing for a team with a really good system, with a really good veterans. I think, for me, number three, if mahulog siya sa NLEX, that's gonna be perfect for uh, Jamie Malonzo. Meron palang bias to eh. Okay, Daddy. Daddy, bigyan na allowance. Hindi pala yun. This show is brought to you by <laughs> the Alex Road Warriors. But uh, sorry, uh, mag-interject lang ako dun sa sinabi ni Nito. No? Tama yung sinabi niya na talagang Jamie Malonzo is the perfect role player talaga for any team. But yeah, if um, we're gonna take into account the Terra Firma is gonna get the top pick in the draft, if they're gonna replace CJ Perez, you're, you're gonna want to look at CJ uh, at um, Joshua Manzon. Mm. But yeah, if you if you want to look at um, energy, if you want to look at defense, if you want to look at athleticism, you, 
um, Jamie Malonza has all these tools. But yeah, if you want to really replace someone like a CJ Perez, Joshua Monzon is the right way to go. Right. How about you, Jello? Given all of that information from uh, the three of them, would you take Joshua Monzon or would you go the other way with Jamie Malone? So if you had a choice. Um, ako, minsan lang ako mag-agree kay Juanito, but I agree with him this time. Yeah. I agree with him, with him this time. Uh, kung papipiliin ako, I would go with Joshua Munzon. Bakit? Joshua Munzon, uh, veterano na yan eh. He has already played in the ABL for what? For how many years? Uh, kung baga, nung nag-ABL pa siya at that time with I think, if I'm not mistaken, with Westport Malaysia Dragons. Star na agad siya dun eh. But uh, he's already making waves at the time. So, yung experience niya, being a quote-unquote pro overseas, yun yung madadala niya sa PBA. Yun yung madadala niya with Terra Firma. Pero, but then again, he's been out of the 5-on-5 scene for quite some time. Dahil nga, he's representing the country for the 3XT team. We'll see how he adjusts. Um, he's not like an Alvin Pasaol who played in the NBBL. Na medyo na-prove niya na he can play both, both ways. Diba? So, uh, I'm really excited on, what, on how Jamie Malonzo and Roosevelt Adams play together. Maga, malaki yung uh, I mean, I'm really excited to see them work together and I'm really excited on how Terra Firma will utilize him, uh, Joshua Munson. Because not unlike yung bubble season, what, they played Roosevelt Adams at the 5 for some weird reason. So, natin kung how, how does pan out, how, how, how that will pan out. Um, and with speaking with Malonzo naman, again, Malonzo, I, I see him as an energy guy. Someone who, who you would pick off the bench and be a microwave. Bigyan mo ng bola, he would create, he would make, make shots. Kasi he's very athletic, he can, he can play both inside and out, he can defend smaller, smaller guys, he can also put them into uh, switch to the big. So basically, he's he's more of a utility guy. He's more of a utility guy. He's more of someone aasahan uh, mo. But if you give him his break, let's say in, in a team or in, in the near future, he would stand out, I would say. And, and probably might be given a chance to play for Gilas. You'll never know. So that's my take on it. I mean, yeah. But I want Josh Wilson to be number one. We have a question from from one of from you know, from the comment section. Um, would an Alden Ayo type coach succeed in the PBA as a means to push for a deviant style of play and complement that fast style in the PBA? So okay, you guys, do you think an Alden Ayo type of system and Alden and Alden Ayot type na coach would actually uh bold well in the PBA. So what oh, coach oh. Thoughts ko dyan, hindi siya gagana 
because sweldado na to mga batang to, to mga players mo. Hmm. Hindi nagagana kasi matatanda na sila at alam na nila yung mga karapatan nila bilang player. Hindi <laughs> mo na pwede patakbuhin ng, ng 50 kilometers araw-araw, 1,000 suicides. Kasi mga pros na to eh. And Coach Alden Ayo requires that kind of uh, discipline and that kind of um, kumbaga parang subservience eh. Susunod ka na lang. Yes, Coach, yes. Pag ganito mga pros na hindi na pwede yung ganun eh. Kailangan, tinatawin mo sila bilang peers mo eh, hindi na bilang mga subordinate mo. At mahirapan si Ayo. Paano niya mat- mapapaniwala lahat to? Nasundin siya voluntarily. Hindi yung natatakot na makat, hindi yung natatakot na napabugbugin or mapahirapan, ganyan. Kasi syempre, soldado sila, lahat sila under contract. Hindi na parang UAP or NCAA na yung mga bata takot na, you know, career ko, future ko, kung hindi ko susundan si coach. So, yun lang to my thoughts ko about that. To add to that, to add to that, um, oo, and sa pro level kasi, um, syempre yun nga, unang-una, they're being paid. Pangalawa, ano na yan eh, it's their jobs. Kumbaga, you don't want them to be like stressed out extra pa na matatakot sila na parang, parang shit, kailangan kong gawin to. Hindi, sa pro level, ano na yan, they're more of you want them to treat them as regular people then baga you want to treat them as per, uh, person kasi pag sa college sa high school gagana pa yung authority authoritative na ano eh, na way of coaching eh parang hindi mo ginawa to tanggalin ka scholarship tanggalin ka allowance pwede mo gawin yun eh. pero sa PBA hindi mo magagawa yun do you think mapapatakbo mo ng suicide si Reynel Lugnatan Pare magkakape lang siguro yun sa sa bench. Papagawa mo sa kanya yun. Bahala ka diyan magpatakbo ka. 'Di ba? I mean, exactly. that's my point. That's my point. Uh, Babatuhan na ni LA Tenorian si Alden Ayo. Exactly. Kumbaga, kumbaga it it won't ano, it won't really siguro if Coach Alden would adjust his coaching style na uh, that would make that would make Uh, the players buy in better tas ma-implement yung yung uh, Alvin Ayo way of playing niya yung uh, mayhem mayhem style niya sa PBA mapabuy in niya yung mga players na nagaroon i mean he would he would literally go places to be honest yun um yun lang i mean again Si, si Alden Ayo nga, he didn't work, it didn't work out sa NPBM, di ba? He coached Multilupa a few games. O ano sinabi ng mga players sa kanila? Alisin nyo na yan, pinapagod lang kami. Kung mm. hindi na kami college, alam na namin lahat yan. So namin manalo. Hindi kami mananalo pagpapagurin nyo kami. Yeah. Tatanda na ng mga players, 30 above. Come on, hindi mo na mapapatakbo yan. Oh, yung, yung, yung Dave Moralde, 30 above na yun. 40 above Dave Moralde 40 <laughs> yeah, but then again but then again gusto lang nila na to be treated as as their peers to be treated as humans as well hindi yung parang patatakotin mo ito we have one more question from uh, Henry Asilum our favorite uh, yung soy 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 simple June Manzo what do you guys think Entering the PBA draft. Habs. Oo. Oh, hab, hab, ano ako dun. Uh, excited ako para sa kanya. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Excited ako para sa kanya. Being your point guard. Being my point guard for, what, for two years? Um, yung style of play niya, he can really, he can really ball out, let's say. Kung, kung siguro kung makasama. And yung work ethic niya, kung, naba, kung, kung mapapansin niyo, kasi I've been with him for like two, two three years. Grabe yung work ethic nun. Hindi niya lang napapansin. But, He's very hardworking. He's very passionate about what he's doing. Um, then again, point guard eh. And he, hindi naman siya ganun ka, kalaki yan. But then again, he has to find something in him na magsa-stand up out siya. I mean, ganun-ganun lang naman yan eh. Whether it be uh, a very steady na point guard, which he's always been, uh, to be a scoring guard na pagkailangan kumususkor or to distribute the ball, kaya niya yun. Ako, that's my, that's my take, ha, na kaya niya gawin. Ha. But, yun, siyempre, kung kaya niya rin makapagsabayan sa physicality, makipagtirahan siya dyan, which he, he does all the time. <laughs> na, and he would, he would really, ano, he would really, he would really pan out. He would really be successful in the PBA. Sana magbigyan siya ng break. Uh, lalo na sumabay siya sa draft class na napakadaming guards. Diba? So, I, I hope he, he might be... He, I hope na magbigyan siya ng break and pa-draft. Ikaw, Haps. What do you think? Jim Manzo. I mean, guys, kayo, Luis, Biggs, Juanito, you know how much I criticized heavily June Manzo's play with UP. But, um, you know, looking back at what Jello said, his play talaga is patterned so much to the pro game already. Hindi na siya bagay sa college game. Hindi na siya bagay sa college game. He's very you know, clever. He really knows how to work his way on the offensive sets. And sobrang magulang talaga eh. Sobrang magulang talaga. Larong bisaya, pare. Sobrang makikita mo talaga yung yung IQ niya eh. That's why hindi siya bumagay talaga sa, for me talaga, honestly, hindi talaga siya bumagay dun sa system ng UP because, you know, with UP having a lot of weapons and a lot of scores on the offensive end and having June as a point guard, okay, yeah, matalino, parunong uh, gumalaw sa offense ha. But June really kasi dissects the offense uh, on a different level na hindi mong abagay sa college game. Because sa college game, everything is a lot faster talaga. Na, you know, you don't have to dribble much more uh, for you to create opportunities for your teammates. Which is what June was doing in UP. That's why, for me, it didn't work. Uh, sa state sa UP. No, um, no diss to him. Great player. I know how much he, he really shined in Cebu. But uh, for me, it didn't really work uh, for him in UP. But I'm really optimistic about um, who drafts him in the PBA. I just really hope the team that drafts him in the PBA, yung team talaga na kailangan ng, ng leader talaga sa point guard position. Uh, maybe Tara Firman needs this also. Um, I hope uh, they give him a break uh, at some point and really uh, bagay talaga sa pro game si June Manzo. Alright. Uh, if I can give a take. I like June Manzo, but honestly... I'd rather see the name of the person who asked the question 
on the board first. Yeah. Henry Asilum, I want to see your name in the PBA lights if you're still watching. But thank you for throwing in that question. Actually, we could go about this given the deepness of the draft all night. So I'd like to ask around a quick round robin around the room. Quick answers. First person that comes to your mind, personal opinions, one-liner. Who will give an instant impact once they are drafted? Mix. Santi Santillan. Juanito. Juanito. <laughs> Anton Asisio. Anton Asisio has also declared for the draft. Javi Palanya. Okay. Uh, I will not really go with so much logic on this pick. But uh, judging from bias and experience, I will go. I hope he goes to the right team. My former teammate, former two-time UAP Juniors MVP, Jerry Pingo. Yellow mm-hmm. Vito, your instant impact draftee. Ito siguro hindi pumasok sa utak niyo. Pag hindi niyo na isip to, lari mo yung my personal answer, Alvin Pasaol. Where else are you going to find a player like that? Pasaol Come on. Alright, reverse naman. Possible late steal. Sleeper pick of the draft. Jello, you first this time. RK Ilagan. Oh, Avi. RK Ilagan. Late steal? Sleeper pick. Sleeper pick. Um... Wala, I'm going to be very biased talaga at this point. Eh. Derek Pascal of the Philippines, Jason Delfinado. FEU FEU native, FEU native. Juanito, your late steal sleeper pick. Hindi masyadong na-utilize, but if you need a point guard who can pass and really see everything, Philip Manala. I liked watching Philip Manala. Mix. Ito alam ko, one-liner dapat, pero feeling ko kailangan ko defend yung sagot ko. Feeling ko, James Laput, sir. Defend mo talaga yan. <laughs> Defend mo yan. Defend mo yan. Yeah, ito ah. Ito ah. Hindi naman tanga, hindi, hindi naman tanga yung mga tao sa Lasal. Hindi rin naman tanga yung mga tao sa TMG. Eh, feeling ko, pangit lang talaga yung napasukan niyang situation sa Lasal. At hindi lang din siya sanay po, sa Philippine basketball going into his first, his one and done year sa UAP. So, so Migs, I'd like to interject lang on that fact, no? Mas sabi ko ba na hindi na-utilize ni Jermaine Beard yung, yung, yung tools na dinadala ng isang James Lapot sa Lasal? Feeling ko may mapapakita pa siya eh. At feeling ko kung late pick, tapos malaki naman siyang tao. Height is might pagdating naman sa PBA. Kaya nga na first pick si Isaac Tulas yan, di ba? Height is might naman yun eh. So, ewan natin. Baka naman. Pero feeling ko, wow, last, medyo dulo-dulo na. Bakit hindi? Pili ko may kamandag yan si James Laput. Promise. Kapag kapag uh, sumikat siya, sana naparoon niya to. If you're watching, I'm supporting you from the very beginning. Alam niyo naman na re-record natin itong lahat ng episode natin. So, talagang lahat ng uh, uh, declaration natin dito eh, kung magkatotoo, pag sumikat talaga yung mga late draft oh. na yan. Heard it first here on Standing Room Only PH. Yeah. Oh, with that being said, my personal pick, David Murrell. If he lives up to the hype to being like Chris Newsom, you heard it here first. Maybe he'll have the opportunity and maybe he'll become a sleeper pick. Last one. 
who is your personal favorite player to watch out for? Who do you want to see the most play already in the PBA? Have you first? For me, okay, sorry, talaga. Pero you know, judging by his journey, talaga, his playing career from high school until now, I'd really love to see Jerry Pingoy really ball out in the pros. You know, um, Pingoy grew up with the. Uh, a father who played in the PBA as well. And Juanita knows this, Jello knows this. We played with him before, I was his teammate before. He was really on a whole nother level in high school. The problem was, you know, when you went into, co- when you went into college, alam naman natin sa college, hindi enough yung talent eh. You have to really look for somewhere that you will find your niche in, somewhere that you will really time your, you know, yung, yung paghangat mo. Sa UAAP, it's not really all about talent eh. Kasi sa high school, okay, wala masyadong magaling. Pero pag ab- abot mo ng college, well, and especially right now in the PBA, talent talaga, you know who really stands out. And I hope really Tingoy really finds his niche in the PBA. And I really hope na mapakita niya talaga kung anong kaya niya ipakita. Kung anong napakita niya sa high school. He wasn't really able to show it when he was in college with Ateneo, with, Aten- with Adamson naman. I know for a fact, and maybe um, a lot of my teammates would really agree with this, that Franz Pomaran really put him on a leash in Adamson. And that's why um, he wasn't able to have much more playing time than Jerome Lastimosa. But really, Pingoy can, can bring different things to the table. He's a very uh, agile guard. He's a very good defender. He knows how to time the ball, especially on the defensive end. He has very high IQ. And... Guy's a very, very great offensive player, and I really hope that he gets his break in the PBA. To add to what you said, Javi, you know, I hope the people na yung, yung commissioners na UAP schools who made the Jerry Pinkoy rule are watching. Because kayo naman talaga yung sumira sa karyer niya. Exactly. Two, two years siya nakatinga, kumakain exactly. lang ng katip foods. Kesa, exactly. kesa talaga mapakita yung kanyang talent. Diba? Yun for me, nakasira sa karyer ni Jerry. And I do hope mabuo pa niya ulit. Kasi kaya pa niya mabuo ulit. Sana talaga. Sana talaga. He's, you know, he's talagang unlike any other that I've seen before nung high school player ako. Um, he was really performing on a whole nother level. Talaga kinakain niya lang talaga lahat ng bantay niya sa UAP nun. Pero sorry, sa practice, hindi niya makain. All that for that end, Javi. Really, <laughs> joke. Yeah, uh, really. Uh, I got to see Jerry play also in high school. He was really something else. And on behalf of standing room only, we hope that he does succeed. All right, Juanito, your favorite player out of the draftees. Uh, I actually have two guys who I want to succeed. They're they're medyo on the lower end, probably on the draft stocks. But I I I believe in these guys. First is Jello's high school teammate, Andre Paras. Uh, we all know that the Paras name is really legendary when it comes to, to basketball. And this guy is a hard worker. No? Hindi naman napapansin ng mga tao kasi nakikita nila nag-artista siya. But basketball-wise, this guy can still be a banger. He actually has a stretch three and a really good rebounder. And I think he still has a role in the PBA. Secondly, one of my uh, being one of the first friends when he arrived in the Philippines, Uh, I'm really rooting for JJ Espanola. He's entering the draft. This guy has really high IQ. And 
uh, being one of the first friends, nakita ko yung growth niya of being here in the Philippines. So, I'm really rooting for JJ. Bro, that that guy has unbelievable stroke, bro. Ganda ng bitaw. Oh, true, true. Okay. Alright, Migs, do I have to ask you or is it really Will Navarro to? just I just wanted to wish, you know, I just wanted to send, you know, the best wishes to J. Abelosa. Because I do remember him. Kasi naabutan ko pa sa elementary sa atin yun eh. Parang two, three years older ako sa kanya. And dun pa lang, kinakainan niya yung mga batchmates ko. Parang sino ba yun, di ba? Parang dun pa lang, inaabangan na namin siya to seniors ball sa atin yun. Didn't really pan out the way he would have wanted his UAAP career. But I do hope na mabawi niya. And actually, yung number one answer ko for this question is one of my hated play, most hated players for season, ano, for the last season. Alex Stockton, man. <laughs> Imagine ninyo, pikunin niya si Romeo, pikunin niya si Abueva, pikunin niya si, si, si CJ Perez, si Labolic, lahat yan. Talaga pag-iinitan ni Alex Stockton yan. At yun yung gusto ko mapanood sa PBA. He had, he had really grown um, post-UAP uh, career uh, in the very early stages of the PBA debut. Ganda na mga numbers niya. Oh, diba? Alright, Jello, our last question to you for tonight. Who is your favorite person coming out of this draft? Okay, I'm currently looking at the at the draft list of the 90 plus players. Nung may mga nakita akong names, sabi ko, parang, parang sabi ko, ang dami palang pwede dito. Okay. Isa isang ko, um, yung talagang excited akong makita na yun talagang parang pag na-draft siya, I will be happy for him. May excite ako ng buo. Uh, first, si obviously, uh, he's one of my good friends. Kahit medyo since grade school kami magkakalaban na kami nito. Si Anton, si Sjo, and si Jaya Velosa. Uh, good friends. Si Jay naging teammate ko sa under 16 national team yan. Uh, next is si Andre Karawot. Shout out si Andre. Teammate ko rin yan. Nasa ah, pala. Andre Karawot. Still there. Mean. At guy. Um, sino pa ba? Uh, yung mga nakalaban ko sa MPBL. Si eto siguro Loki hindi niya napapansin tong player na to this guy played for uh, Jensen Mikey Williams mm. and he also played for uh, Mikey Mikey Williams yun i mean naging nag almost nung nagkaroon kami ng uh, D-League team with UP dapat sa amin siyang lalaro noon uh, nakipagpractice siya sa amin for a good 2 3 months and grabe siya i mean something na something na teams would want pag makita sila, pag makita siya. Uh, next is si what's his name? Uh, Alvin Pasa, syempre. Alvin Pasa all, I wanna see him. Kung, kung madadala niya ba yung ganun niya sa yung ganun niya sa PBA. Baka, bagay yan, pag naging mag-teammate sila ni Bo Belga. Uh, syempre, X-Prize. And that's it, diba? Ah, ito pa pala. Si Jason Brickman. 
<laughs> Jason Brickman. Jason Brickman. Probably Jason Brickman is the most experienced player in that draft class. Mm-hmm. Ang dami nang nalaro. Ang dami nang nalaro na pro league niya. Ang dami nang kumbaga kumbaga experience niya is above, above, above. Above, above anyone else in this draft class. So, yun. I mean, good luck to them. Good luck to all the draftees this this coming PBA uh, draft. Uh, make sure lang na siguro tip lang na me being someone who got drafted and, and nasa position din nila. Um, I would say na siguro if you get drafted, uh, find a way na find a way to stand out. Find a way na na parang hindi ka makalis sa utak ng coaches sa coaching staff. Yun. Um, and just be and just enjoy the process. Sobrang saya yung draft draft yan, draft process na yan. Siguro ngayon iba ang setup. Iba ang magiging setup siguro kasi na there's a pandemic. Pero yung pag matawag yung pangalan mo Uh, being drafted, di ba? Iba yung feeling, to be honest. Maga, lahat ng mga yung journey mo, magpa-flashback lahat yan. Since you were a kid until, until that moment. It's just, um, ano lang, enjoyin lang nila yung process, enjoyin lang nila yung moment pag natawag sila. And once na na-draft kayo, uh, hindi natatapos yung trabaho doon. You keep going, you keep going. Yun, good luck to them. Alright, so for the PBA teams that's probably watching, Jello Pito is a free agent, and this guy will offer a lot more than what you expect. If you need a uh, shooter, you need a closer, Jello Vito is a free agent. Lahat ng teams, all 12, maniwala kayo, magagamit niyo si Jello Vito. Hindi maalta siya pagkain yan. Baka... Ang offside lang, ang offside lang yan, ano, uh, nangubos ng aircon, yun lang. <laughs> Pero, other than that, wala na yung offside. Oh. Saka, wag, wag lang kayo magkakamali na kakain kayo sa coach, kasi naamoy ni Jello para oh. <laughs> Sa team bus eh, no? <laughs> Alright, guys, um, I'm on behalf of the whole SROPH team, we wish uh, this set of PBA draftees The best of luck. We hope that you get your big breaks uh, in this upcoming draft. And uh, really, we wish you the best. Um, and before we end, uh, we just like to, to thank uh, former NLEX draftee, former UP Fighting Maroon, former Imus Bandera player, and now LSGH strength and conditioning coach, Jella Vito, for joining us on this matinee. Thank you so much, Jels. Baka may gusto kang batiin, i-shout out. Um, well, sa lahat, uh, thank you guys for inviting me again to sa podcast niyo and I hope na makapag-guest pa rin ulit ako in the near future and guys more power sa inyo you guys are doing a very very good job uh, in in doing this podcast uh, sana talagang mag-grow pa kayo kasi I'm really, to be honest I'm really a fan of your podcast and it's a blessing na makapag-guest dito sa inyo Uh, and sana makakuha pa kayo ng makagawa pa kayo ng more content ng magandang content and makapag-guest pa kayo ng mga high profile na players or people dito sa 
Mexican and uh, a shout out sa mga players sa Salisario Ingels if you guys are watching shout out sa mga parents sa parents ko sa mom and dad ko mga tita ko shout out sa inyo to my to my friends Sir Chief Gary Lim shout out sa inyo <laughs> <laughs> Jack Tario uh, shout out din sa girlfriend ko kay yeah uh, <laughs> I was ano uh, yun lang uh, and again to the to the draftees uh, good luck good luck sa inyo sa mga kaibigan ko sa draft Enjoy the process, Sayan, uh, and good luck. Ayon. Again, thank you so much, Jello, for joining us again tonight. Niyasa na bini Jello, sana magapagguest kami ng more high-profile players dito. Kaso, walay, uh, eh. Mikey, wag mo na magbusin na. Joke lang. <laughs> <laughs> Pero really, 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 shout out to. Uh, Mikey Reyes, uh, guys, watch him on his channel. Subscribe to his channel on YouTube. Really, we're really, uh, a lot of us, uh, our whole SROPH team is a really big fan of how Mikey Reyes is really um, uh, uh, bringing out content. Also, shout out to uh, also one of our idols, uh, Nico Ramos. He, I believe that uh, there's a new season sa podcast niya, in Call to Arms podcast. Uh, you can listen to him on Spotify. And again, uh, to all our loyal viewers who have been watching us from day one, thank you so much. Uh, it's really been an honor for us, uh, and you really guys keep on keep us going uh, in bringing out uh, quality content. Uh, and for really the whole SROPH team, Migs, Luis, Juanito, thank you so much for tuning into us. Uh, again, uh, before we end, uh, I'd like to uh, plug in our social media accounts. If you guys missed our live episodes on Facebook, you guys can catch us our audio on Spotify. Just key in Standing Room Only PH on the search bar, and we are also on Instagram at sro.ph and on Facebook www.facebook.com/standingroomonlyph. Sroph. I'm sorry. And then um, for Mix Juanito. Uh, Luis and Jello, thank you so much for watching us again on this Sunday night. We are very grateful for your attention. Guys, this has been the voice of the sixth man from the fifth stand. We are Standing Room Only PH. Over and out.